You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hello, hello, it's Brooke DeVard, and you're listening to the Naked Beauty Podcast. Welcome back, guys. It is a new season. It's fall. I love fall. It always feels like back to school, exciting starts. I have a new haircut. I have a new hair color. I went much blonder. It's more of like a caramel color, but I definitely have some serious blonde highlights. And I'm so happy that I waited to find the right person. As you guys know, I was going to Diva Curl. That's where I did my first highlight test. I dipped my toe in the water. Um, but then I worked with this amazing woman, Alicia. Brittany Luce put me on to her and she just cares about the health of your hair. It is so important, no matter who you're working with, whether it's the person doing your nails or your hair, find someone that actually cares about the health of your body, hair, nails, and that you can communicate with. It makes a world of difference. I also had my hair straightened for the first time in like a year for her to do the cut. I've been wearing it straight for well over a week now, really just trying to stretch it out. But it's been fun trying something new. I've posted pictures on Naked Beauty Planet. So if you guys are curious, you can check them out there. But yeah, I'm just excited. A lot of new starts. I have a new job. Yep. So I am working at Instagram. I still can't believe I work there. I'm literally on my second week, but it's been really exciting so far. I got a DM from Audrey. Shout out to Audrey. I feel like we know each other because she's been a longtime listener of the show and we talk in the DMs. So that's like as good as being friends. And it's not to go off on a total tangent, but it's actually funny because when people say, oh, I feel like I know you because I listen to the podcast, like you guys, if you listen to the show regularly, you kind of do know me because we don't we don't do a lot of surface level conversation here at Naked Beauty. So there are things that I've shared on the podcast that people that I see all the time probably don't even know about me. And this past weekend was one of my first experiences meeting listeners in real life, but not in like a planned way, just people being like, oh, hi, I'm so-and-so. I listened to your podcast, which was so cool for me. And you know, when you have a podcast, it's not a visual medium. So you're not necessarily expecting to be recognized. But I went to this event. It was for Rachel Omandi, super talented designer. She's been on the show twice. She has her own podcast called The Cutting Room Floor. She's incredible. And I walked into the event at a hotel in Williamsburg. And these two girls, the moment I walked in, they said, oh my God, we were just talking about you. And I was like, a little bit taken aback because I was like, wait, me? Did, like, I, I kind of thought they thought I was someone else, if that makes sense. And they were like, we listened to the podcast. We listened to Naked Beauty. And they were so sweet and so cool. And I was like, oh, I want to catch up with you guys. I'm going to go inside and listen to the talk and then I'll come find you after. But after the talk, they were nowhere to be found. So if you girls are listening, please message me at Brooke DeVard. You can email me at Brooke DeVard. You can DM me at Brooke DeVard. I would love a chance to talk to you and to get to know you better. But yeah, I met I met other listeners. Everyone was so kind and smart. And I hate to be superficial, but beautiful, like very good looking listeners here. So I've just really, really enjoyed cultivating this community and getting to know you guys better. All right. Okay. Let's get back to Audrey and this question she has for me. I posted one of my outfits from my first week at Instagram, 
which is totally appropriate there, right? I work there. I can post, I can post during the day. <laughs> so she wrote work outfit goals. Thank you, Audrey. And she said, I'd love to see more of your professional outfits because I'm 23 and new to dressing for work. It's a struggle to look cute and work appropriate. Now that is a struggle that many of us know very well. So I figured before we get into this incredible episode with Saida, I would give very, very quick, high level, my top three tips for dressing for the office, especially in fall, because this is a great season for office dressing. Tip number one, get yourself the turtleneck of your dreams. I am the biggest fan of turtlenecks. Audrey Hepburn also always rocked a turtleneck, just saying, I love a sleeveless turtleneck. I love a three-quarter length turtleneck. I love a full sleeve turtleneck. I think in the UK, you guys call them polo necks, I believe. But I think that they are like the chicest thing that you can wear in fall, in winter. I have one, it's from Ralph Lauren. It's like a very thin cashmere, it's black. I tuck that into skirts, I tuck it into pants, and it just looks very pulled together, very chic. A turtleneck is like shortcut to chic office look. My second tip, it is so easy to transition your summer and spring dresses into office appropriate wear just by layering it over something. So you can take that turtleneck I was just talking about and then layer a dress over it, or even just like a long sleeve solid color top, even like a white t-shirt. Those silk like midi dresses that everyone wore all of the summer, those are so chic to wear to work when it's layered over like a knit long sleeve top. I love that look. It looks great with boots. It looks great with flats. Depending on how formal your office is, you can add a blazer, but that's a really easy way to transition your summer dresses into this new season. Okay. Third and final tip, when in doubt, a white button down and some ballet flats or loafers will always get the job done. This may be my private school uniform background talking, but whenever I wake up and I'm either running late or I'm just not feeling inspired, like I can't put together a full look, I just go for a white button down and some flats. Ballet flats are a classic. They may be too girly for some people. Also the masculine look is very cool. So if you wanna do loafers, a white button down and flats is like your go-to safest option, chicest option also. Simplicity is always a win. That's all I've got. I want to get into this episode with Saida. I hope the office dressing tips were helpful for you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate all of your support. You guys have been so amazing and it's only because of your support that this podcast is anything and it's the reason why I keep doing it and keep going. So appreciate it. Please, please, if you have a moment, if you could rate the show and leave a review, that would be so great. That really helps other people to find and discover Naked Beauty and be on this journey with us. Okay, let's get into the episode with Saida. She's amazing. She's like one of these women that makes you realize that you can be a full adult and still be extremely cool and have a cool job and have fun and just have a really um, awesome approach to life. I really love talking to her. This is an episode for like the beauty junkies, the people that just want to go deep on product. You guys are gonna love this talk because Saida's into skincare, hair care, I mean, the gamut. So enjoy. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. 
I'm sitting here with Saida Blount, who I had the pleasure of meeting when I was interviewing her for a panel at Viacom called Ladies Who Launch, about women that are kind of killing it in business, with entrepreneurship. Saida, if I can give a brief introduction, even though you're sitting right here. You started your career kind of in the music industry as a journalist, and now she's at Sonos. She oversees brand activations in the U.S., so doing really amazing things over there. And there are a remarkable amount of like write-ups about you, and there's one phrase that, that always comes up. Do you know what the phrase is? Uh-oh. What is it? She has her finger on the pulse. I'll take that. Yeah, that's, that's a, bit, great. a big compliment. I'm trying to stay in this mix. The youths are really coming up from behind. So. I know. <laughs> and there are like a lot of them with lots of different color hair and it's very similar names. And now they're just like letters, like this whole YBN. And I'm like, who is who? Yeah, I'm just like anybody with a little. I'm like, I yeah. assume I don't know who you are. But yeah, I'm like, I'll take that. That's pretty awesome. Um, I've, I feel like I've been extraordinarily lucky being in New York City for all these years that I've been able to uh, see what's been going on over the the evolution of style, fashion, music, fun. So yes, yeah, it's been pretty great. And you moved to New York in 1998. I did. Okay, you got that research going on. Yeah, I moved here in '98. I came for grad school. I had a whole path kind of put out for myself that I was going to study politics and public policy and what makes cities tick and people tick. And then I landed in one of the biggest cities in the world. And I was like, um, we're done with this. And I'd <laughs> love to go to concerts and see bands all the time. Yeah. Okay. So you transitioned pretty much as soon as you got here. Yeah. I, I gave it a good um, college or a good university try for a year. And at the end of the year, I was like, we're pretty much done. You got 16 good years of academics out of me. Um no more, which kind of broke my mom's heart. I think my dad knew it was coming. My dad kept it strict all the way through and drove me to the end. But surprisingly, my dad was not the one who freaked out the most. My mom was like, what are you talking about? You're done. Because it almost, it sounds like too much fun of a job to make money in a successful career long term. I know. Yeah, that's um <laughs> you it, managed to do it, which yeah. is amazing. It's it's interesting. Music, I think for my parents they always thought it was going to be a hobby of mine. They knew it was very intrinsic to my life, mm-hmm. but they were like how are you going to make a living out of this? Yeah. And like you're living in a city where they heard prices of rent that in I grew up in Kansas City in um, the okay. Midwest that those numbers did not make sense for yeah. like a rent per month. They're like, that's for a year, right? And I'm like, oh, no, 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 that's <laughs> per month. And so they're like, how are you going to live there? How are you going to eat? Like, really, like seeing bands is an occupation. And I was like, it can be. Yeah. Yeah. To be. So. And I feel like this this point that you're bringing up about how music becomes this intrinsic part of your life. Growing up, were there musicians that you kind of idolized in terms of their style and beauty and you kind of like took it on and experimented from their look? Yeah, absolutely. I I get a little, um, I get a lot of guff from friends that I'm obsessed with uh, Susie Sue from Susie and the Banshees. I don't even know who that is. Is Um, that criminal? No, not okay. really. I okay. think she's definitely one of those kind of punk innovators. Like okay. she was of that whole Vivian Westwood, okay. um, Malcolm McLaurin okay. kind of era. Um, came out the same time with like Adam Ant, Billy Idol. Okay. Like, but she has a very distinctive beauty look that mm. she's known for. It's a kind of Egyptian style cat eye. And she had like super gothy black hair. And I think... There were certain artists that I just saw them for some reason. And I was like, there it is. That's yes. a great look. And, you know, I've never been able to attain a good cat eye. I have don't have the <laughs> hand to draw it. But um, that's always been the goal for me. But I have always loved that kind of inky, messy, but strong look. Yeah. And I, I love think a good cat she, per- yeah, she per- personifies that for me. Do you, do you feel like artists today have a strong sense of like a David Bowie or even, you know, rest in peace with Aretha Franklin, like people work with stylists and they have like a look, but I don't know if it's intrinsic to who they are the way it was in other decades. I agree. Like, yeah. I kind of feel like that, you know, there must have been style guides. I, I don't feel like 
well, there might have been some people that really just were like, this is going to be my look. Like when I say that, it comes out of my mouth like Cindy Lauper seems right. like one that when she came out in the 80s, she must have been like, this is my look. Yeah. This is how I live. This is how my friends right. look. But yeah, somebody like a Bowie or um, like a Brian Ferry or mm-hmm. yeah, Aretha, like, yeah, rest in peace. Like in the last day or so of looking at all of her looks across from six decades. Yeah. Of fashion is unbelievable. She always was like very black yeah. in what she did, yeah. very unapologetically mm-hmm. black, very strong, very regal, yes, very classy. Right now, I think it's a little tough. A lot of it seems very designer driven. It's like what this di- like full looks, yeah. Not anybody kind of like putting their own personality stamp. You know, I think the closest would be. And I know she has a team, but maybe her team is good at of interpreting her looks. Rihanna. Yeah, I was just thinking her. I mean, the way that she deconstructs looks that come down a runway and then puts it to herself. I mean, I'm going to totally nerd out for a minute. The thing that pops into my head about her recently was she wore this dress by Mary Goddard. Or not, oh, Molly Goddard. Molly yeah, Goddard. I love yeah. her. Oh, my God. Thank you. That blue, roughly yes. dress oh. that down the runway was very kind of styled and yeah. still very London street fashion. Rihanna broke it down even more and had it on with those little tiny sunglasses and white sneakers. And it was just unbelievable. Yeah. And I was like, she, you could tell this is a feel and yes. that she feels comfortable going like out to like to Whole Foods or yeah. she could do anything yeah. in that dress. I feel like she really has a great sense of her style. Guys wise, you know who kind of is interesting to me is Miguel. Uh, OK, I can see that. He's got he's got something going on. Yeah. The rings and the yeah. open shirts. I yeah. If, you, if an open shirt works for you, go with <laughs> it. I really like the way that his team, and granted, I know his stylist sort okay. of well, she's a good friend of mine, but she tells me that it is a true collaboration, that he is like, here's what I'd like to wear. Mm-hmm. Like, let's think about it. Like, does it really work? But I do miss that kind of slick sort of like where a guy like Bowie could show up in tails and yeah. like a really great hat and smoking a cigarette and just kind of blow it away. And yeah. No one's ever going to be on Bowie's level. By no means. I've loved Andre 3000 growing up. He was like my ultimate crush. And I just, he always looks so cool. Yeah. It's like, and that's amazing that it, you know, I almost said that even though I bet they have a team too, Migos is interesting to me too. That, you know, they're very unapologetic in the looks that they do. Like, it's kind of like, they love that that um, Versace kind of like yeah, real flashy yeah real flashy but like tons of gorgon heads everywhere yeah. and it's like that sort of stuff that you're like wow that's kind of haven't seen that in a while Andre is unbelievable like th- that he went all the way from kind of athleisure to kind of very dapper to now he's kind of settled into like this like Brooklyn kind of hip dad look and it's just so great have you ever had a chance to meet him no that yeah, would, that would be a good one. He's really, yeah, he's definitely on the uh, the bucket list. Um, I've heard when I used to live in Fort Greene, of course, I would always be going like, hey, did you just see like Andre walking down the street? I'm like, no, oh. I'm still going down. But yeah, I've, New York has always been the city of me of like close calls. Like so many of the people that I idolize, I'll always have friends being like, oh, hey, did you just see uh, Dave Gahan from Depeche Mode was just walking around the corner and like literally will dash out and he's gone. I'm like, ah. Oh. But then you also, I'm sure sure you've gotten to meet and see like a lot of cool people too yeah i you know i have to say that overall i've been really you hear a lot of people being like don't meet your idols Mm -hmm. i've been i've been pretty lucky (laughs) that i've like most of them that i've met i've been like you're really really cool one person that i love everything about him and and um kind of the vibe that he puts out and i think he's definitely evolved is pharrell oh and he was one of the nicest people I've ever met. He was just, and he's also attuned into, like, he definitely looks you in the Mm -hmm. eye and chats with you. And you feel like he really is. I'm like, he's about to give me some really deep, good life advice. And And did he? He was just so kind. And also another guy with really great style, great unique style. And great skin. Like, he needs to drop that skincare routine because I swear Pharrell is a vampire. I think he is. It's frightening. I I mean, he's looked the same for the past 15 years. Mm -hmm. He, Yeah, he gives no nuggets away about, like, why, like, no cracking. Like, yeah, he looks like he's still, like, 22. I know. It's amazing. Love it. So what was it like growing up in Kansas City? 
very normal. My parents made a really big effort to make sure that I was a kid. Like they, every house we lived in had some sort of backyard or an area for me to play and like run and jump in their trees. I literally remember my mom like opening up the back door and be like, run it out. And like, that would be like from the morning up until like, of course, every black kid, the street, you have to be in for the streetlights. Right, so right. literally my mom would raise up the window and she's like, come on in. And I'm like, but I was a Girl Scout. I was a brownie. Okay, uh, me too. Those, those sort of things like make it, they make an impression that it's like, I think learning early on about sisterhood and being in a group and understanding your power mm -hmm. as a young girl. When did you start getting into trying different makeup looks and trying different stuff with your hair? Was it high school? Was it earlier? High school. High I was school? definitely really late. My, okay. That's one of the few things. My mom was very strict about, like, no makeup oh, until. Okay. And, you know, my aunt had to sneak me out to take me. She took me to the mall. Shout that out. one cool know, aunt. Always the cool aunt. My aunt took me to the Clinique counter. Oh. And she was like, let's start like mellow and like um because my mom was really like no she's like you don't need it you don't need to do this um and my aunt took me to the clinic counter and got me like the basic little set of mm -hmm. like the moisturizer the the toner and all of that and then that was my first exposure to like the facial aspect i have to admit i was really scared of like makeup makeup really the, yeah i was just like what is all of this how do you get it on how do i not look like a clown so i always did the like before like dances and dates and things like that went to the clinique counter and had them do the makeover which okay. was such a big thing the dramatic makeover the dramatic makeover and then i'm sure i'm so glad that there are probably no pictures floating because i'm sure i looked crazy because they always cake the makeup on you yeah. there but yeah i feel like i didn't really get comfortable in wearing makeup until I was in my 20s. Yeah, it takes like, a while. It really does. That Where you find a look that you think works for you and products that you like. You know, again, like loving kind of this like gothy kind of dark whatever. I was always obsessed with like eye stuff. Like I love mascara and I loved eye makeup, but foundation and lipstick and different things like that were definitely a long term. Yeah, and it's harder when you've got some melanin because I'm telling you. the product ranges... Are st they're just getting there now in 2018, so. Yeah, there really was only, I remember there was only Fashion Fair. Yeah. That was it in the mall. Like, um, even at the drugstores in the Midwest, it was pretty bad. Like, there was, like, maybe one tube, and if it worked, mm -hmm. it worked. If it didn't, you weren't. So maybe that's where it stemmed from. Yeah. But I was just like, this is not the right color. Yeah. And, rec and being able to understand your own, like, skin undertones, undertones and things yeah. like that is huge. And I th kind of feel like I've only started getting into that recently. <laughs> totally. <laughs> like, and what about hair care? That, for me, is a lot trickier. You know, my parents were very... Afrocentric. Okay. And that's amazing. So they didn't want you to relax your hair, I assume. Yeah. That's so they were protecting you. Very that's good. I know. I didn't start relaxing until I went to college. Okay. My parents were adamant about it. So I had a real kind of love-hate relationship with my hair for a long time. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's really true that if you don't understand your own texture mm -hmm. and how to take care of mm -hmm. it and what to do with it, you f it, it can affect how you deal with your hair for the rest of your life. Of hair was a big thing for me for quite a few years. And then when I got to start making those decisions on my own, it, I felt like it was really freeing. Like when I went to college, the first thing I did was start dyeing my hair. Okay. Like it was every variant. Um, sorry, mom, if you're listening to this. Um, <laughs> I don't know if she knows how many colors I dyed it. Like I would always tone it down when I went home um, to probably like to a brown red but there were other variants of colors oh, for gosh. sure okay like so you, you, you bleached and then you would do like a pink or a blue or i never did the bleach because i okay. the one thing i did always respect after um i always had a really good hair care lady and she was just like stay away from like the crazy stuff that makes your hair crunchy or yeah. that it might fall out but i always did like the manic panics and oh, like the everyone, punky yeah everyone says manic panic is the best for really vibrant hair dye it works and even with darker colors you like in the sun like it would stand out pretty well mm. and you're like oh your hair's blue oh your hair's purple it feels good but not as bad as i've never no i've never bleached my hair that's in good. all these years thought about it um i'm a little bit obsessive about hair care health Ooh, okay. We yeah. got to get into that. Mm -hmm. We got to get into that. Okay. I want to ask you, so your Twitter name or your, so it's silently judging you. 
Yeah. Do you think you're a judgy person? <laughs> on certain things. Like I what? Be music. Oh, I okay. I will be 100% um, you're, you're like a music snob. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I've even had to tone it down. I was awful. Let me tell you, um, I ran my um, I ran my college radio station, and okay. then rolling out of that, like I was probably insufferable during those <laughs> that period. And like, of course, when you first moved to to New York, and you have a music industry job, and you're like the kid that can like put all your friends on guest lists or whatever, you're like, oh god, what are you listening to? Like, oh, this French psych album or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, I would say that music. I'm probably pretty judgy about. And then one of the other things on my Instagram is I have a little, um, I do a running expose of ugly shoes. Yeah. I'm pretty judgy about ugly shoes or like shoes that could be deemed ugly. Okay. So like, um, other than that, I kind of feel like I am pretty open-minded to a lot of things. I feel like the creative creativity and being around creative people has been my drive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, most of my life. And I think if you are in a creative industry, you kind of have to keep an open mind to everything. Yeah, because you're going to see it all. <laughs> you're good. And we live in New York City. Yeah. You're going to see it all. Yeah. So. yeah. so I'm really curious going out in like the early 2000s, it's like very iconic New York City nightlife. Mm-hmm. And I know you were out <laughs> and you were doing it. What would you wear for a night out? Because you were working, but it was also fun. So was it like, what was the style beauty approach then? I always loved the crazy going out shirt, like a crazy going out (laughs) top, like a roughly fun kind of, I don't know. I always love layering like tops and blouses, ripping off like sleeves. So they're kind of like a little deconstructed, a lot of jewelry, always been with jewelry. And I get that from my mom. Definitely. My mom was a huge jewelry collector. My mom, um, when she was younger, traveled all through Africa and she just bought jewelry wherever she went. And my mom still has it all. I've only been able to like take bits and pieces when I go home. I'm like, take three things at a time or something like that. Also, I lose jewelry pretty quickly. So um, I had to start buying. My, my parents were like, we're done with buying you jewelry because you lose it 20 minutes later. I'm like, granted. Back in those days, like in the early 2000s, hang out a lot of of like skate bars like Max Fish or like oh, music wow. bars and yeah. whatnot. Probably hang out a lot of jeans and pants because you never knew what shenanigans you would get up to afterwards could be climbing a bridge could be going out could be skating could do whatever the one thing never was a heels girl heels and i never were best friends like anywhere from 45 minutes to the best i think my personal best was three hours (laughs) like i'm not good with heels at all i just went to the beyonce concert and there were all of these girls walking in with heels on and then at the end of the concert everyone is barefoot and i'm like why would you you're not hanging out with beyonce yeah you're really not she doesn't see them yeah (laughs) you're just standing there in the crowd we're part of the congregation that's here to worship like you don't need your heels on that's the same with like when i see people wearing like heels or wedges to music festivals oh my god that's the worst that's the worst i was like that i mean i barely make it in sneakers like by the end like i just went to um what was the one governors oh wow you're a trooper i i i can't (sighs) do it yeah i still do them like now i you know i only in the last three years, I was like, I'm done with Coachella. I was like, it would literally yeah. have to be the reunion of reunions. It would have to be like the Smiths getting back together or like Susie and the Banshees getting back together for me to go to Coachella. <laughs> yeah. I was like, otherwise, they'll come to New York yeah. or I can fly yeah. wherever they need yeah. to. But I see girls in, in like heels and I'm just like, they're bobbing and weaving like baby deer and in <laughs> like mud. And I'm just like, what are you doing to yourself? Yeah. I can be in, I can stand for like, I think, eight hours and then my legs start are like begging me for mercy yeah it's just not worth it it's yeah. just never worth it so what do you do in terms of your self-care now what are your things like are you a i need to go to a spa are you i'm gonna go get my nails done do you go splurge on skincare do you get your hair done yes to all the above all the above. <laughs> yeah. yes i love it i know yeah i've gotten to that point now where um you know i'm not going out as much as i used to anymore mm-hmm. so i think maybe like hanging out at the bar or the club has now become hanging out at like the beauty salon or hanging <laughs> out at sephora yes <laughs> i love a good mask Oh, okay, like the sheet masks, or do you make your own? Ooh, both actually. Okay, oh, um, I love it. That uh, what's that mud? The one with the little the glam glow, or 
which I just got that actually. Okay. I went and picked up my um, my birthday gift from Sephora yep. yesterday, and they gave. Oh, I was happy like, birthday! Oh, I just had a birthday too. When yeah, was your birthday? July twenty fifth. Okay, a Leo. Leo. Okay, me too. I'm August third. Ooh, yeah, you're deep in the Leo. We're both yeah, yes. right in there. Well, that was my little birthday gift from Sephora. Now, what is the name of that mud? It's the one is that's it an like Aztec the ink clay. Yes, yeah, that's the truth. I will do the Aztec yeah. clay, and I do. Do you do water? You do um, apple cider vinegar. Do, yes, yeah. yeah. Suck it all out. The pores come off. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Take the pain. I love a sheet mask. Okay. Um, totally. Korean? Yes. Okay. But I have become one of those people that if I feel a little antsy, I will grab one just out of like CVS or at the drugstore. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, I'll take this uh, this quickie one. Like I'm, fiend- I'm fiending. I need one really quickly. <laughs> Like we mentioned at the top, hair care, I have no, I have no shame. I have no boundaries. And I've had to put them in place about buying hair care okay. products. Same with skincare. I've recently gotten on the Biologique Recherche. Oh, okay. Everyone, this comes up a lot in my podcast and the beauty editors bring it up. So that's how like, you know it's the truth. We'll discuss. It's it's real. The cult is real. Okay. Okay. Um, I was really doubtful because I, I mean, I use a lot of things like the ordinary and like a lot of different stuff. And then I was like, all right, I'll get this and try it. And I was like, saw results in two days. So I was like, wow. This stuff wow. really works. I'm like about to buy it after this podcast. Okay, well, let's just get into like the, the beauty products that you're obsessed with. Uh-oh, this is good stuff. I'll start with the P50. Okay. It really works. Okay. Um, the burn is real. Okay, we should describe what it is because I've done research on it and I've watched videos of people doing and I still don't quite understand the steps. Mm-hmm. Like at what part of your skincare routine do you put on this smelly liquid yeah so i yeah i watch videos you know that like they're very protective of how you get it like you have to go um like if you buy it through rescue or uh paula breck or any of the like the big slots you have to register for it so they can like track the products that you get and know if you're getting the right thing for your type of skin so you have to make an account on most things so there's tons of videos on their site once you get on there and you're all registered they want to make sure that you know what to do so I was like, I'm going to start light. So I got the P50 for a lot of dark spots. I have okay. a lot of, I mean, being hyperpigmentation. A, yeah, for yeah. hyperpigmentation, being an African-American woman, especially with my skin, when I get an acne breakout, it is, it's, it's guaranteed. Like I freak out. Like if I feel <laughs> something tingling, I'm like, no, I yeah. automatically go yeah. into like, stop it now mode because mm-hmm. it's guaranteed dot. So you wash your face. So you do the, the face wash, blot off. And so P50 is the very next step. It is a acid-based exfoliant. So there's like lactic acid, BHAs, AHAs, um, all of the pretty heavy ones. But this one also has like a lot of vitamins and herbs and herbs and spices and different things like that. But they tell you that like if you haven't done this before, and I actually paid attention because I was like I didn't want to freak out my face, wet a cotton pad with water first and then do your few like four or five little splashes distribute it through the pad and then you take your skin and you pat they're adamant about not swiping yes patting and, and not yeah, swiping. yeah and i'm starting to see on more beauty blogs yeah. about almost any product they're like if you're mm-hmm. using toner or essence yeah. or whatever you should not be yeah. swiping you yeah. should be patting yeah like you lightly press it into your skin yep. yeah and like um you're supposed to take your skin and kind of like hold it up and pat upwards and like it's kind of almost like you're like face rolling a little bit <laughs> to like help define the cheekbones and lift mm-hmm. things up like that's another thing that biologic recherche kind of promises that it'll help lift and I, it does tighten mm-hmm. it tightens your pores okay, i'm getting it I mean, it's, it's pretty awesome um so you pat all around your face they tell you don't repeat like don't go over like multiple times just do it once and they they're like it should do it so the with this one for hyperpigmentation the burn apparently is not as bad as the other ones and i was like the burn's pretty crazy with this one so i'm like wow it's your skin sense i have sensitive skin I always consider my skin pretty tough, but with this burn, I'm kind of like, maybe it is a little, but it's not a bad burn. It only lasts like literally two minutes. Okay. And it has a strong smell, doesn't it? This one doesn't, but I've heard um, friends, other friends are using yours. Like it smells awful. (laughs) Like it smells like, like a funeral home. I'm like, (laughs) this one for me, it just smells like AC, um, ACV. Okay. Uh, apple cider vinegar. So it's not too bad for me. I love that smell. I love pickle things. So for me, that's, um, 
pretty good. So you pat it all around. And then they sent me other samples of some of their other products, like their mask and the oxygen thing, and tried those. It's the truth. Really? Okay. I'm kind of in there. Okay. They might have me. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to join the cult. I think what I struggle with is I try to be as natural as possible with my Good skincare. So I do like a lot of turmeric face masks Ooh. for hyperpigmentation, which if you haven't done like turmeric lemon yogurt, I always say that's like the best. I'm going to try this. Like brightening face mask. But I know chemicals work and chemicals have their place in any skincare routine, but I don't want to get like too dependent on them but yes. i'm going to try this maybe get the don't get the one with phenol which okay. is the original okay. i'll get the p50 have, yeah the p50 has a lot more like of the natural lactic acids okay. and the bha so i could keep you kind of in that middle realm okay. where you okay. don't feel so bad but that is something i've really been trying to move towards i would love to engage a little bit more with natural beauty but i'm i don't know if it's that thing of like oh is it really going to clean as well oh is it going to yeah I think I just haven't found the right brands. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I think that um, Tata Harper, yeah. I got some samples of her stuff and I was like, oh, this is the truth. Yeah. It's expensive though. Like some of those prices, I'm like, these are obnoxious. What prices. do you like? Give me one recommendation on the natural that you think would be a good gateway for me. Ooh, in terms of like, do you want a face mask that you can do? Or do you want like, so, do you want something the... that you can make? Okay, Ooh, I would say get evening yes. primrose oil. Like if you only okay. have to get one oil, you can get it at Whole Foods, any health food store you can get it. Okay. And you can just put it on your skin before moisturizer as like a serum. Mm. And it like your skin will become so vibrant. And that's something that you'll see results with. I'm going to do that. Quickly. All right. I like the share then. Yes. And so you're a hair care product junkie as well? I would say out of everything, I'm obsessed with deep conditioner. Same. But, okay, but I am so disloyal. I'm a, I am too. I just shop around. I, I'll try one and I'll like it. And I'm like, I liked it, but I'm going to try something else. Because I, I just want to try all the deep conditioners in the world. <laughs> Which yes. ones do you use? Ooh, yeah. I mean, most recently, the Shuamura, the green oh, one. Oh, you go real expensive. Oh, I can go Queen Helene. Queen Helene works okay. as well, too. Yep. Um, I, will, I do not hate on price, but a friend swore up and down and then um, a salon. I got a gift certificate to this really kind of fancy salon and they use Shuamoto products. And they use like in the gift certificate, they were like, oh, you have a deep condition and we'll put you under like the dryer and like give you this whole treatment. I was like, okay. And afterwards I was like, what did you use? And she was (laughs) like this tub and I was like, give it to me. Give it to me, exactly. I'm taking this home. Yeah, but I love a good, the Queen Helene, like um, the cholesterol. Oh, yeah. My mom always uses that. It works. Like you put that with a plastic cap and wrap like a towel around your mm-hmm. head and just or do your some saran wrap. Yeah. I mean, oh, I've used the I love New York bag like <laughs> when I can't find like a, you use what you have to use to you get it do done. You do what you got to do. Yeah. But you do that and then you put it on and do your day's errands around the house, mm-hmm. like clean, like do your dishes, mm-hmm. whatever. And your hair will be, it's like perfectly moisturized yeah. afterwards. I like Shea Moisture's. Um, oh, yeah. But there's one that's like with a specific, it's like a protein strengthening mask. Mm. That's really good. I really like, Moroccan oil has one that I do I like. I really like theirs too. And it's like expensive, but I'm like, eh, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I got that in a goodie bag and I was like, oh, this is good stuff. Yeah. So been like, that one becomes a special occasion one because yeah. I liked it so much. Yeah. I have to be careful with argan oil though. I had one really bad breakout experience. On your face? Yeah. Yeah. Which I, know. People, I didn't know. Yeah. People think that all these oils are for everyone. Some people also can't eat, like my hair, for example, does not react well to coconut oil. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And a lot of people just say coconut oil for everything. Mm-hmm. But you have to really figure out what works for your skin and your hair. Yeah, I was really shocked that because I just started getting like these raised like white bumps that were very different from any other sort of breakout I ever had. And I oh, went wow. to a dermatologist and he was like, he said exactly what you said, that a lot of people don't realize that some of these and putting in um, quotations, new oils mm-hmm. are very allergenic. If your body mm-hmm. has never been exposed to any of this mm-hmm. stuff that's coming from other regions or mm-hmm. whatever, your body's going to freak out. And my my face freaked out the first time I used argan oil. I was like, wow, okay. So yeah. just been really, really careful. Yeah. The other one I really like, and I love their products. I think that they kind of are, un, are a little slept on. Dry Bar? has okay. really great products. Okay, my my guest, like the, the woman I just interviewed was raving about their dry shampoo. And I told her, I was like, all the white girls that come on the show talk about dry shampoo and it's just not 
It's not yeah. part of my. I don't. Do black women use dry shampoo? I don't use dry shampoo. I, and I think I, it's a Caucasian thing. Yeah, yeah, I kind of get afraid that it would cake up and yeah. that it. I think having your pores open and your scalp is also another one of yes. those really big totally. keys to success. Like, I think people really sleep on the whole scalp deal. Let's talk about it because I have a scalp massager and I do, do. <laughs> I do a scheduled every two weeks. I do like a full scalp massage with I do peppermint oil and tea tree oil and like warm water. And I'll just like massage my whole Ooh, scalp. Yeah. I need to get into this. Yeah. 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 I'm really careful about put, what products I put on my hair because I do feel like that's one of the issues, especially with kinky, curly, coily hair, that some of them are way too heavy. Mm-hmm. That They think in the name of moisture, it needs to be healthy and whatnot. That's what's blocking off the pores. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people get a lot of breakage or like a lot of breakouts or like develop really bad rashes. Like I have I a lot know. of girlfriends to get like horrific. and yeah. like wearing wigs and not having. Yeah. Yep. So I think that you have to be as light as possible. Like, um, I'm going to try that. That's a really nice suggestion about the uh, scalp oh, yeah. massage with the oil. Yeah. And like, because like the peppermint oil and tea tree oil, it, like your whole head starts tingling mm. in this really amazing way where you feel like all the blood is circulating. It's a great feeling. Oh, that's nice too. Yeah. It's a great feeling. Adding that. Any other beauty products you're obsessed with? You know, the the newest staple. I love the ordinary. Okay. I I've, I have a few products. I'm, I don't know. I'm on the fence. So tell me. The buffet. Okay. What's that the buffet? serum? Oh, okay. it's kind of like one of their like staple okay. serums. I think it's like under. Obviously, it's under ten dollars. I forgot. I want to say it's like even like maybe eight dollars. That is one of the best like all purpose face like it's it's so great there's some days it's so it works just as a moisturizer i can put that on yeah. and just go i love their products I, I but i think that the buffet is the one that i bought the most i think i'm probably on like bottle eight or nine oh, really so that's like, yeah you it's really a like staple it. it's it's a really great easy four quick little drops put it on it's a great little serum it layers well with like sunscreen moisturizer mm, what's your sunscreen things. I use a moisturizer that has a sunscreen, which is Image. It's a brand that they sell at Heyday, where I get like. Um, is this like a cool Brooklyn thing? No, it's no? A, a chain of like. I um, don't even know what this is. Heyday. Yeah, it's a chain of uh, places where you can go get uh, facials. Oh. Yeah, I'm pretty low. I've low touch about that. You know, I need to get better. Um, I'm one of those people that needs, because I'm always so busy and I'm running and doing things, if I notice my face starting to act up or it's not kind of exfoliating how it used to, I just like will roll into like heyday, have them do it. The woman that I work with there has totally just recently got me into microdermabrasion. Ah. Um, It's really like now that I'm getting older and I have older skin, I'm seeing that the exfoliation, that that train slows down. Yeah, And that was a real shock to me because I was always like, oh, I'm going to always have like um, young skin, black, don't crack. Da, 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 yeah. that I Which was is, like, I mean, it's still Ooh. true to a degree. It is. I, I My thing is, I'm like, I'm going to look 35 for the rest of my life. I'm going to try. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to edge it up one year every like maybe 10 years, yeah. like whatever. But um, but yeah, that when exfoliation does start um, slowing down, I was like, I kind of freak out and I'll go over to Heyday and have them like touch me up a little bit with a nice little facial massage or something like that. I have to check out Hate It. Yeah, I think you'll like it. But Elta, I love for um, a sunscreen. And that I will, I'll be 100% honest, I only started getting into sunscreen in the last two years. (gasps) I was a late one. I know. I I believe the myth of like, black people don't need sunscreen. No, yeah, no, we absolutely do. Everyone needs sunscreen. I know I'm embarrassed. I just posted something on my story. It's a picture of a truck driver and one side of his face that was exposed to the sun versus the other side that wasn't. And the difference, I'll show you the picture afterwards. Don't tell me this. I'll also link to it in the show notes so everyone listening can hear it. But it's, it's frightening. Like it just scares you straight. Yeah, I I don't know what it was, but I was like one day I just kind of woke up. I was like, maybe I should start wearing sunscreen. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> Better late than never. Yeah. Better late than never. Two, I know. Only two years. I'm, I am embarrassed. That's not good. What about makeup? Are there things that you buy over and over again? Like you have this beautiful red lip on now. Like is that mm. like a signature? Do you like always do the same mascara, same brow pencil? I'm obsessed with red lipstick. Okay. It's to the point where I had a couple friends that were like, dump out your purse. And they saw like maybe... I don't want to say the number, but an extraordinarily ridiculous amount of red lipsticks. They're like, we think you're done. You've covered the spectrum. <laughs> but no, I can always find new ones. I love um, a good red lipstick. 
I'm still holding on to one tube of Rihanna's special Riri Woo. Oh, from Mac? That is literally for me. My, like, if I'm wearing that, that occasion is special. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I have one tube left. Um, I'm think, I've been trying to research places to get it replicated when I'm down to like the oh, last right. nub. Like, I think that one is for brown skin, the perfect red. Yeah. I think she nailed it. I mean, I like it more than any of the reds that she has on Fenty. Really? I know. Really? Have, do you know Bite Cosmetics? Yes. You know their thing in Soho where you can get custom color mixed? You can I like did, create your own lipstick. I did not know this. So you should bring that and then be like, get as close to this and they can mix it. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to definitely do that. Because I, it literally is probably this much left. Like I have my fingers like maybe a like yeah. an inch apart and I'm a little panicky about yeah. it. I'm just like. <laughs> That's how I feel. I have this Pat McGrath highlighter, which she recently Ooh. re-released in like a bigger trio, but there's mm-hmm. like the one original colors. It's not available. And it's like, it has to be the most special of occasions to it, even whip it out. I love that when you're just like, where you start gauging yeah. things like, hmm, do these people deserve this today? No. <laughs> do they deserve this? highlighter yeah. i'm not sure this audience will fully appreciate it yeah i love that um i've also gotten into um brow stuff recently okay. you have um, beautiful brows thank you for saying that because i actually am quite embarrassed for me this is like kind of unkempt really yeah but you know this is the dupe of boy brow okay it's l'oreal's dupe it okay. is good is it okay. yeah the l'oreal um shout out l'oreal don't ever discontinue that that really is an unbelievable product and i think it's a little less waxy than boy brow glossy yeah. boy brow but yeah bra- i didn't understand the allure of the brow either like you have gorgeous brows like i love your shape thank you i had to do microblading though to get to get my brows yeah I, i'm i'm a very like hairless person in Lucky. general so. Um, my aunt wants microblading and she's been like researching places in Kansas City and I was just like just come to New York I'm like we'll hook it up here and you wanted like, to do yeah you wanted yeah. to be done right I know I, not to hate on anybody in Kansas City yeah They're sorry probably, that was yeah. not, not Kansas City no shade. by no means but um, yeah but I told her I was like there's so many places here that get written up and I was like that could be your trip to come visit me yeah. it's time to microblade and visit yeah brows I love a red lip I think that's about it you know I've always been on the hunt for the right foundation. It's tough. Have you tried Fenty? Um, every time I go, they're like sold at least out. This, yeah. The Sephora yeah. Sephora's I go to, um, always sold out. What do you like Fenty? I do. And I feel like you would be like color four hundred. <laughs> Sorry, it's weird that I like know this, but this is amazing. I've I've tried a lot of the, the shade range and I feel like you would be like a good you have like kind of warmish undertones, right? Yeah. yeah. Are what are you wearing Fenty now? I'm not wearing Fenty now, hmm. but I have a weird relationship with foundation where like, I think a lot of people do foundation for every day, mm-hmm. but I don't, I'm like concealer, but not foundation. Me too. I've actually, you know, I've had to get to a place where I'm feeling more comfortable, even with a lot of hyper um, hyperpigmentation and dark spots where I feel comfortable going bare yeah, face a lot. Skin breathe. That's my whole thing that yeah. if I don't, I will break out and I just so anti getting more dots that I'm willing to do it. But yeah, I found a couple good things. Like I have to say, I like the Ordinary's serum one. Mm-hmm. Do, the full foundation one I found is really thick, like mm-hmm. and it oxidizes super quickly. Mm-hmm. But their serum one is great. Like you can mix it with moisturizer. Really, it mixes with moisturizer really well, which I cheat and do that. I also loved, and they they changed the color, which bummed me out. Maybelline had a really great BB cream, and they changed the deep tone. Ugh, I like bought that. it for two for two for two for so long. Then I bought one. I was like, this is not the right color. And so I was like, oh, then it was just a bad batch. Bought it again. And I was like, this is not the right color. I, I was like, that. they changed the color. I, I was that. like, I had found a drugstore product that I loved, and then they changed it, which bummed me out. Let's get into the beauty trends mm. that you're just really over, that you just, you'd like to retire, don't want to see it anymore. I'm going to sound horrible. I'm really over full, heavy Instagram face. Yep. It drives me nuts. Like, um, I understand that there is the creative aspect and that you are, you're, it's, art, it's an art form. Like, mm-hmm. people that are makeup artists and can create a face 
and do it and show it in a way where people feel confident to recreate that. That is an art form. I will yeah. never undercut that. And, and if this helps somebody feel comfortable in expressing their creativity with their body or how they present themselves, that's really great. The level, the levels, though. <laughs> the levels, though. The levels, though. Exactly. Just like, wow, that's a lot. A lot. It's a lot. Out in like, yeah. I, a it, heavy daytime beat. It's a heavy daytime <laughs> beat. Like, and where eyebrows are like almost as thick as like a hand these days. And like, I'm just like, I, I, I can't get it. Yeah. Get with it. Yeah. That one drives me a little nuts. That's about it. Everything else I could kind of ride with, I yeah, think. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's on its way out because I think that the the more natural look, like Glossier is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Like all the young girls in my office love Glossier. Oh, nice. They all just want to look fresh. They're not trying to look like Kylie Jenner. Uh, that's, the, that's the avenue I skew towards. And, you know, again, I can't begrudge that because I've... As much as I've had problem skin, I've never had problem skin to the point where I feel like that full coverage is the only way that sure. I feel comfortable going out. So I don't ever want to like begrudge anyone who feels like, okay, I need a lot of face of makeup to face my day or to go mm-hmm. out or do whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's some that I just think is almost performative. <laughs> I <would> say <laughs> that I'm like, wow, there's like you made a full like I actually saw somebody and I think I'm, I'll find it and I'll send you the yeah. picture that somebody made like a full arch color of rainbow on the eyes. Wow. And I was like, that was a lot of work. And like the full day out, I was like, that's a lot. It's um, <laughs> a lot. Yeah. And some of the glitter that people put on their face too kind of makes like my skin feel claustrophobic. Yeah. Looking it's, at it. Yeah. Where you feel your pores kind of like, oh. yeah. <laughs> Where the pores like, please. Some stop. relief. Yeah. Some relief. How do you get inspiration to try new things? Because I feel like no one reads magazines anymore. Um, yeah, I do actually look at oh, you YouTube do? videos okay. where, um, like, if there's a product that I like um, and I'm just like, I wonder what that's like or is it really good? I Google it first on YouTube oh, and yeah. see what somebody says. Yeah. Like some of these reviewers are no joke. Oh, um, so in depth. I'm also a little addicted to um, YouTubes from dermatologists. Ooh, where they kind put of me on. I know there's Tell, a couple the good people. Dermatologists? Um, I'll have to look. There's okay, this one the lady links. that's in Texas mm-hmm. that she she's kind of brutal and <laughs> that she will break down products to a point where I'm like, I didn't need to know all that oh, detail. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, don't break my heart because I kind of did just want it because the packaging is kind of pretty. But <laughs> Don't tell me that I don't need it. But she kind of bursts a lot of bubbles. Like she bursts like the ordinary's bubbles a little mm, bit and like yeah, a few other that, ones. Yeah. I'm like, don't Ooh, tell she me sounds this. like my I kind of this. person. Yeah, I'll send you some like links. Um, but I love going on to dermatologists that like rate products or they'll tell you about procedures you should or shouldn't do. Or the one I cannot get into is like that whole Dr. Pimple Popper thing. Yeah. I can't do it. Ugh. I'm sorry. I don't even like looking at my own. And um, even though I enjoy a good pimple pop on my but own. you're like never supposed to. But I can't watch anybody. I know you're not supposed to, but I get yelled at for picking all the time. I'm a picker. It's tempting. It's tempting. Are you a picker? No. Good for you. No. It's I hard. Kn- I know I'll get a scar. So I just like leave it alone. Yeah. It's, it's hard. hard. I love that there's a lot of African-American, also Asian-American or women of color or people of color that are taking YouTube to help underserved audiences yes. of being like, hey, here's the right. There's a woman. Um, I, I'm the worst with names. Sorry that she's extraordinarily deep skin tone. Mm-hmm. And she's going through all of, like, the last, like, the very last bottle. Uh, yeah. And I think that that's kind of, like, the theme of her of her um, YouTube, that she's like, I go to, like, um, Sephora, and I look at the last bottle, and I put it up against my skin tone to see if it works. If it works, yeah. And I love that, that mm-hmm. she's giving this info out to, like, some girls that probably are like, okay, they never have a color for me. Will it actually work? And when she has successes, it's great. Like, you look at the comments. They're like, thank you so much. It's there for me. So, yeah, I love that. I feel like we've come a long way. There's still so long to go. I mean, you're already hearing it with, like, Beauty Blender with how they Mm -hmm. just put out 40 ranges. But of that 40 ranges is, like, literally, like, seven that were just for And some of the seven are really off. Like, some of the colors are very orangey. Mm -hmm. And I'm also a little bit wary about the Beauty Blender 
sponge on my bacteria. I don't know. I feel weird about it. Yeah, I, I don't. Th- yeah, that's always a big thing. Surprisingly, you know, my dad was the one that was always like, make sure you wash your like pillowcases and your washcloths and, your and like, brushes. yeah, my dad was like the the really crazy one about that. That he was always like, that's why he's like, watch that, and if you manage that, your skin will get bare. And I was like, oh, okay, dad, thanks oh, for that. Good, but good um, dad tips. I know, good dad tips. But yeah, I wonder about that too. That, that I don't think people are watching washing their um their beauty blenders enough, enough like, yeah totally yeah. not i recently i've been talking to an internist mm-hmm. and i take all these vitamins because i feel like it makes this huge difference like i take flaxseed oil i take vitamin d i take um, b12 mm-hmm. i take biotin and she told me that it was basically just expensive urine oh yeah she was like the body doesn't absorb it like you have to get it with food and like she basically tells every single and she's you know a doctor mm-hmm. she's like i tell every single patient that it's a big waste of money. And I'm like, and it's like, again, it's like, don't tell me too much information. I don't want to know. Ignorance is bliss. But apparently all these vitamins, all these cocktails I've been making for myself, all these pills, she says, you know, just try to eat whole natural foods and you can stop wasting money on vitamins. That seems as much as I'm with you, I take a lot of a, a okay, lot of like supplements same. and different things. I have to admit though, I was doing one of those prescription vitamin services like oh. that actually gave you like the individual packs per day i stopped it okay. i was kind of like this is kind of ridiculous and i i was only taking the ones that i thought would work for me like i have been religious about either flaxseed or some sort of omega-3 yeah since like college yeah. like that i won't stop i do feel like that's really that's important for based, right yeah so. for good skin health hair health mm-hmm. whatnot i'm religious about biotin I'm a converter and I do give biotin all the glory for like how it's helped my hair health. Like I really mm-hmm. do. Like and I, nails. And and nails. It really has helped. But yeah, I have a my mom is vegan and oh. she's been vegan for easing into twenty years. Wow. So does she look amazing? Yeah. Healthy as anything. Like my mom probably could literally lap me like around <laughs> like a New York City block really quickly in her seventies. It's just bananas. That's amazing. She eats a fully plant based, mm. healthy, lots of greens, lots of fiber through um, legumes and different things like that. I kind of agree. I think your person is right. That <laughs> I know. Probably it is. I, I think that some of those things do make you feel a little bit better yeah. and that maybe it fills the holes. Like say it's a crack mm-hmm. or like a little dent in a wall that yeah. the, the, the supplements kind of like plaster over yeah. a little bit, but it's still not the foundation. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna slowly but surely like ease them out and see if I see any difference and I probably won't. <laughs> Keep me updated. Let me yeah. know what you find out. But um, I'm going to hold on to my biotin with my... Hold that hand. <laughs> I'm giving it up. That's so amazing about your mom. So she just decided she was going to go. Did anything prompt it or she just yeah, went for it? You know, my mom got food poisoning from Turkey. You know, my mom had never, other than having me, mm-hmm. had never been in the hospital. Mm. And so I think that rattled her mm-hmm. quite a bit. And so she started immediately kind of cutting those things off, like red meat went really quickly, poultry went really quickly, then fish, then dairy, and the very last one was cheese. Yeah. She's still really bummed about cheese. Like, this cheese is delicious. It's delicious. And like, she is not, well, she's come very close, I think. I think we found a good one for her, but it's not the same. It's yeah. like dairy cheese and um, some of these plant-based cheeses. It's just not the same. Yeah. Um, like if I eat something particularly cheesy around her, I'll see. I'll catch her staring at it. I'm just like, I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry. <laughs> For her, it was pretty easy. Like she just said that she felt her body running and operating on a different level. Mm. And she was like, it sounds weird. But she's like, I feel it on a cellular level. Mm, she's like, I feel like. True the cells are energized and that she's like, I feel like I process things differently Mm. and it makes me want other things. Like she drinks more water and Mm -hmm. she drinks a lot more herbal teas Mm -hmm. and she was able to give up like, like my mom was never really a huge soda drinker, but like juices and things like that she was able to give up. But she just loves the way it makes her feel. And you've got to support that. Like, you know, growing up in Kansas city, like the beef town, (laughs) 
Yeah. It's pretty tough being a vegan there. I mean, it's gotten so much better now. Like we had, there's actually multiple Whole Foods, multiple like vegan restaurants. But for a long time, like my mom was an anomaly there. I mean, we went to Paris and like they didn't know what to do with oh, her. Yeah. Yeah. Like French people were like, what are yeah. you talking about? And like about? substitutes, like try telling a Parisian waiter that you'd like to sub. They're like, yeah. I'm sorry, you can eat somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> like, we were there during like Christmas too when it's like extravagant, like yeah. butter, extravagant amounts of butter. They yeah. were just like, we're not taking the butter out. Of the <laughs> yeah. Like my mom ate like bread and salad, like for the whole time we were there. My mom yeah. was like, I'm starving. And I was like, I know, I'm really sorry. But um, now I think it's very easy for vegans to make it. I eat so much more. Like when I go home to visit her, I essentially eat vegan. Like really? maybe if we go out to a restaurant, if I go with like other family members or whatever, I'll have like fish or chicken or something mm -hmm. like that. But when I'm with her, I typically eat vegan. And it's, I notice now after being with her, it's not that hard. And yeah. I mean, many of those things are super delicious and they've gotten, I think there was a problem with like spices and seasoning for a long time. Yeah. They've gotten it together. Yeah. Like I had um one of those field roast sausages. Oh yeah. It's delicious. Yeah, I just had one recently. And for all these years, I was like, mom, that can't be good. She was like, it's really good. She's like, try it. And for years I was like, I'm not going to do this. And on 4th of July, my neighbor made a whole bunch of field roasts. And, like, I was like, I'll try it. It was delicious. Yeah. I was like, and I actually ordered some and have a bunch of my freezer now. I was like, this is good. Yeah. I feel like the best vegan food is usually, like, ethnic in mm -hmm. some way, like a coconut curry. Or I can't do most of the vegan food. The sausages I've tried, and they're actually pretty good. But mm -hmm. I can't do, like, the fake versions of meat. I need to do... Oh food like just real food like yeah. a vegetable stew or something ethiopian food i mean oh, just kind of best yeah. vegan food you can have i feel like a lot of caribbean food is good vegan absolutely i mean yeah i love that there are like i don't think it's open anymore but there used to be that fast food place in brooklyn that was all vegan oh that was like um what is it was like vegan castle or something it was like in an old white castle building that they'd taken over but it was all vegan food coming out of really there cool. yeah it sounded and everybody was like it's really really good i love that that um yeah caribbean food seems to to encapsulate yeah. that a lot of mediterranean as well yeah, exactly 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 so in terms of sleep food working out skincare products like what do you think makes the biggest impact on beauty and your appearance but also just like inner spiritual stuff too being 100 percent honest sleep i yeah. think is Sleep is underestimated. I was actually <laughs> talking about that with my Uber driver on the way over here because he was telling me just how much he works and that basically it's become like driving and sleep for him. And I was just like, you know, you need to be really, really careful because I was like, obviously with the, the stress of driving, but then you add, you know, people are out here having heart attacks because they're not getting enough sleep in I their know. lives. I used to be like up until probably my 30s, religious about eight hours of sleep. Like, Oh my God, good for you. I mean, I would not be able to comprehend, like maybe it would dive to like six and I would feel a little funky. Mm -hmm. If I get six hours of sleep now, I feel lucky. It's weird. My sleep schedules have just been thrown off. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. Maybe it is more working or just more environmental, larger city stress yeah. or whatnot. But the president. <laughs> I mean, every day, life, every day, yes, yes. opening the news. Yeah. I know when I go, if I leave New York City, I sleep so much more. Like, I feel bad when I go home <laughs> to visit my mom. Like, she just doesn't understand how much I sleep. And I'm just like, like I'm, I'm resting. Like, Thank yeah, you. I'm like, yeah. I'll struggle out of bed after like a 10 hour sleep. And she's like, really? You're sleeping that whole time? I was like, yes. I needed it. I yeah. absolutely was. Sleep is super important. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to read this book that Ariane. Ariana Huffington. Did. Yes. Yeah, I want to read that book about uh, sleep that she did because I kind of do believe that it is really serious i've been wanting to buy a new mattress too because mm, i'm like big. the the first new mattress i bought in new york city was it was legendary it was a legendary <laughs> moment for me then i was like oh i was really sleeping on a really crappy futon for all these years wow, yeah huh? no that's a that's a major just overall life upgrade i mean it's a beauty upgrade but it's just like an overall life <sighs> upgrade because the quality of your sleep it's your sheets it's your mm -hmm. i have tempur-pedic pillows now Ooh. and then when i like travel to hotels i'll like request it in the notes like if they have and a lot of hotels have them 
you are blowing my mind. I didn't know you could do all yeah, this. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Oh. I travel with a silk pillowcase. I Same, do the most. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry yeah. doing that now. Yeah. I went stayed with a friend in LA and she had one of those crazy like temperature controlled beds. And I literally tore apart that bed the next day. <laughs> it was like looking for the tag. And she's like, what are you doing? I was like, I've got to find out who makes this bed because I am ordering this. And I was like, this is like, they sell these things on Amazon now. They like, yeah. it's that important that you can just get a really awesome mattress off of Amazon and it's in your house in like two days. I'm like, yeah, I got to get on that. Yeah. Um, I would say sleep. And then this is the next one that I'm not so good on. And I, I know in my heart I have to, I think that exercise really is important. Like mm-hmm. I waver back and forth. I'm 100% honest about that with myself that I need to get more physically fit and more physically active. At a point this year, like starting at the new, at the top of the new year, as everyone does, I got like a trainer, a friend of mine that I was working with, and I was going. She and because she was a friend, she was pushing me hard. She's like, "You need to be here three days a week." She's like, "To make a difference." She's like, "I know how much you work. I know how much you stress. I know that you're not managing it well." And then also with like dietary and the way that you're living, she's like, "You need three days minimum." Mm. You know, I was doing the three days a week with her, and I noticed that a fog kind of cleared mm-hmm. out of my brain. Mm-hmm. I was sleeping better. Yeah. Another thing. Um, making better food choices. Mm-hmm. Um, it does inspire you. And then, you know, it's just that kind of, and this is something that maybe I had not felt in a long time, just that internal feeling of personal strength yeah was huge that's very transformative it is um especially i think maybe for women of knowing like what your own personal strength really could Mm -hmm. be and like what your body is capable Mm -hmm. of i think that you know i'm one of those people that i think being a person that is larger that i've always had some issues around like knowing what my personal strength is and Mm -hmm. knowing how my body operates Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. this world and operates to myself and then to other people. Mm-hmm. I definitely recently have been like, I got to get back in the gym on that. But, you know, it becomes tough, like being in a in a larger urban environment, like finding that time. Yeah. You just have to find it. You just you have to like force it in, basically. You really do. And it's like, I'm not a morning person anyway. And yeah. I was trying to do the morning workouts and that's brutal. I know. But then you, if you plan it in the afternoon, it's like your day gets away from you. And then you're like, okay, it's just not going to work out. So it's like you have to either like suffer through a morning workout or. It's very true. Yeah. And I think that that's what it is. I think I'm just going to have to sort of realize that I'm like, you got to do this in the morning. Just knock it out. Make it yeah. the first thing you do in and the day. And the rest of your day is yours. Yeah, totally. Okay. This is my last question. When do you feel the most beautiful? You know, that's really interesting. I've never thought about this. I think those moments of self-care, mm-hmm. I think, really are are really important. I think putting on a good lipstick sometimes <laughs> is really empowering. Yeah. Um, I love that kind of, it does feel like a moment of armor, and it's a moment for, like, my own personal empowerment. I love that. I love a good hair day. Like nothing beats a good hair day. Nothing will. I mean, a good like a good blowout day. Like if I either I do it myself or I get one done, especially if I do it myself. So I'm like, wow, this is, you know, what almost, you're doing. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, this is almost salon quality. <laughs> I'm like, Not exactly, but very close. I think. I, yeah. I'm going to put it down with those like a good, a good fun hair day, a good lipstick day. Yeah. Because there are some days that I'm just like a power red will. We'll push you through. There are yeah. some days that like, you know, I'm lucky that I work in music and I work in an industry that, you know, can be casual and can have its own levels of um, I don't have to wear corporate gear. I've been right. re- I've been very adamant in my personal journey that I was like, I'm not going to wear a suit. Yeah. In any job that I ever have, like I'm going to wear a rock. If I want to wear a rock T-shirt and I collect like concert tees, if I want to wear a concert tee to work every day or or like flip-flops or I wouldn't wear flip-flops really but um if I wanted to wear Birkenstocks or whatever to work I'm going to do that owning those moments are really important to yeah me. I think that that's where you, the moments where you feel really like yourself and knowing that I didn't compromise or that I'm mm. owning my own power that's beautiful to mm. me I really love those moments so if wearing a, a badass lip or some pretty crazy mascara and eyeliner I love it 
That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I feel like I've learned so much. I have like so many notes, so many things to look up. I know. I'm excited. I'm going to send you some of these uh, YouTube videos. And this was great. Thank you so much. I love um, talking about beauty in kind of a, a fun and professional sort of way. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we could do this for hours. Like, don't you feel like you could talk I about know, beauty for, forever? Yeah. Like, and how it links into pop culture and music and entertainment. It's, yeah, it's all intertwined. Yes. So thank you. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening. I will be back next week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.